Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the celebration that we've already had today, just celebrating you and the work you're doing uh, in us and through us. But Lord, I just pray that now, as we open your word, as we see your word, that would come to life with us and in us, Lord. And may it draw us to a greater celebration of your glory. So, Lord, bless our time now as we dig into your word. This I pray in Christ's name. Amen. Well, if you have your Bibles with you this morning, please open with me to Psalm 148. Psalm 148. As we continue our, well, actually, we're closing today. This is our last Sunday in our summer in the Psalms. So we're clo closing out our summer with Psalm 148. And if you do not have a Bible with you, you can turn with me to uh, page 493 in the hymn, excuse me, the Pew Bible there. So grab a Pew Bible and turn to 493. And if you do not have a Bible uh, at home, then I just uh, say take that one with you. And that, that is our gift to you today. So we want you to have a copy of God's Word. So please take that as our gift to you. So 493 in the hymn Bible in Psalm 148. So we like to celebrate. Right? We like to have a good party. We like to celebrate. We like to have fun. Uh, we like to praise things. Uh, last night we were at Joey and Leah's house, and they turned the LSU ball game on, and when the LSU uh, made that first field goal for the first three points of the game, uh, woo! Right, everybody was there. Some celebration going on, and some of y'all, brother Elva for sure, was celebrating. Uh, then when Texas, you know, made their first score, it was like, uh, the celebration ended. But hey, they finally pulled it out, right? And so there was a good celebration at the end of the night for those who were watching that game. And so we like to celebrate, and we will celebrate just about anything. Uh, I can remember at the Pink Tomato Festival, uh, they always have the turtle race. And a few years back, Gabby, she found her a turtle walking on the side of the road, and she picked it up, and she took it, and she entered it into the turtle race. And we were there. The whole family was there. Woo, go turtle, right? We were celebrating, and we were cheering that turtle on. Uh, we just have a, an inclination towards celebration, right? We, God has just created us. We, we enjoy that. We like to have fun. We like to rejoice. We like to celebrate. Uh, and, and that just tells us something about who we are and what God created us to be. He created us for celebration. He created us to give praise. Uh, our problem is that we often we put too much of that celebration into other things and forget to focus our celebration on the one person that we should be giving all of our celebration to. Today, as we look at Psalm 148, Psalm 148 calls us to celebrate God. It calls us to praise and celebrate God. And so today, as we look at that, I want that to happen for us. I want us to see who God is, and I want us to celebrate God. So as we look at this then today, um, 148, there, that, that first, I'm going to give you some commentary a little bit before we get to it, before we read it. Uh, that first line in that Psalm 148, the English version says, praise the Lord. And the same with the last line, it ends with praise the Lord. That word there in the Hebrew, that's one word, and it's the Hebrew word hallelujah. 
And, and so as I read it today, I'm going to say hallelujah, as this psalm calls us to sing hallelujah to our God. So if you found your place there, please stand with me in reverence to the reading of God's holy word. Hear the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, you highest heavens and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded and they were created. And he established them forever and ever. He gave a decree, and it shall not pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures, and all deeps, fire and hail, snow and mist, stormy wind fulfilling his word, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, beasts and all living things, creeping things and flying birds. Kings of the earth, all and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and maidens together, <clears throat> old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His majesty is above earth and heaven. He has raised up a horn for his people, praise for all his saints. For the people of Israel who are near him, hallelujah, amen. May the Lord add blessings to the reading of his holy, inspired, and inerrant word. And may he write its eternal truth on all our hearts. And you may be seated. Well, today we see two glorious reasons why we should be praising our Lord. Two glorious reasons why we should be praising our Lord and our God. As we begin to, to look at the psalm, of course, again, it calls us, this is a call for the people of God to praise him, to sing hallelujah to the name of the Lord our God. And then it begins that first, the first few stanzas there, for, uh, verses one through uh, six, those first few stanzas, it's calling out to the heavens. It's calling out to the heavens, and it's calling for praise to the Lord. That word there, praise, it's uh, actually hallel. It's the first part of hallelujah, right? It's hallel, and it's calling for praise. And that word means to extol, to celebrate the greatness of God or the works, his accomplishments in creation. And so as this psalmist writes and he's calling uh, the heavens to, to sing praises, he's calling them to sing hallelujah, to celebrate the name of the Lord our God. And he calls this to the heavens, first of all, from the heavens they are called to celebrate the Lord. And he goes right down to it, through it. Uh, praise him in the heights. Praise him, all his angel, angels. Praise him, all his hosts. So the psalmist first, he goes all the way up to the throne of God and all of those angels who are circling the throne of God. He says, praise the Lord, all you angels, all you who are there in the, the midst of his glory. Praise his name. And as we've been working through the Psalms this summer, we've already seen the angels, how they praise the Lord. 
Every time that one of the prophets or the apostles go into heaven, they have these visions of the heavenly throne room. They all report about the cherubim flying around the throne of God, and they shout out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And there they are, worshiping God day in and day out, shouting his praises, celebrating his name. So we call the heavenly host to praise the Lord. But then in the second stanza, he calls in the sun and the moon, all the shining stars, the highest heavens, and you waters above the heavens. So he he calls all the, the atmospheric levels, right? All of creation, the heavenly levels to, to come and praise the Lord. Now that makes us wonder, how do stars praise the Lord? How does the sun and the moon, how do they praise the Lord? Well, how do they praise the Lord? Well, go out on a starry night, on a clear night, and look up at the heavens. Look at their beauty. As the stars shine, as they twinkle in the sky, as they draw admirers to see their beauty, the stars are singing out, Hallelujah to my Creator. When you watch that sunset, and admire the beauty of the sunset. The sun is crying out, Hallelujah to my Creator. Oh, the stars, the moon, the sun, they all praise God. They all shout out, Hallelujah to the Lord, their Creator. So, now, when we think about that, then why are these parts of creation called to praise the Lord? In verse 5, it starts with that, that phrase there, let, him, let them praise the name of the Lord. And that's a key because this, this little phrase is repeated in the next little section of stanzas. And it enters into this giving a reason, this part where it gives the reason why he, the psalmist is calling creation to praise the Lord. Why? For he commanded and they were created and he established them forever and ever. He gave a decree and it shall not pass away. Why are the stars, the moon, the heavenly host called to praise the Lord? Because God is their creator. We praise God because he is creator. He is the one who created us and and gives us life, gives us being. Just like he created the sun and the moon and the stars, just as he created all the heavenly hosts, he created us. And so the psalmist calls all of creation to praise God because he is creator. I want to wonder today, do you praise God because he is your creator When you go out at night and you see the beauty of the evening sky, do you say, hallelujah, what a beautiful Savior? I mean, just think about that. If his creation is so beautiful, how much more beautiful must he be? Do you praise God as your creator? When you hold a little baby in your arms, do you praise God because of 
his creation. Well, think about the, the human body as it functions. Right now, we're, we're sitting here, and our hump is, we're not even thinking about it, but our part is just pumping away, pumping away, pumping away. We're filling our lungs with air, right? We're drawing it in without even thinking about it. And that air is going into our system and feeding all of our body with, with oxygen. All of that is part of God's creation. Oh, I love that verse. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. Oh, yes, we are. The human body is so, uh, so complex, we can barely comprehend it. And it's all because of our Creator. How wonderful, how marvelous he must be to create a, such a, a complex organism as ourselves. Oh, we worship God because he is creator. So we sing today, hallelujah, what a creator. Second, as it goes on there, as he moves from the, the heavens, he, he comes to the earth. And this brings us to the second half of, of the, the psalm. Verse 7 says, praise the Lord from the earth. So he's already called the heavens. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Now he brings it down to our level. Praise the Lord from the earth. And he calls out all of creation. First, he, he begins with, with creation. Not going to man yet, but he just starts with creation. You you, you great sea creatures and all the deeps, fire and hail, snow and mist, stormy winds fulfilling his word, mountains and hills, fruit trees and all cedars, beasts and all livestock, creeping things and flying birds. He covers them all, right? He covers them all from the, the fish of the sea to the creatures, the beasts that roam the land, right up to the birds that fly overhead. The mountains and the winds and the trees, all, he calls them all to praise the Lord. To praise the Lord. All of creation is called to, to praise the Lord. Now, how does the creation praise God? How does the creation, how do those things, not, not man, but how, does, how do the dolphins of the sea praise the Lord? Well, last week when we were there at the beach, and uh, I was sitting out on the, the back porch there reading. I had a book. I was reading my book and sitting there, and there was a, a small group of our bunch down there at the, at the seaside sitting by the ocean. And all of a sudden, I hear Mary Beth, Woo! Like, what in the world? <laughs> what had happened was a dolphin, and we saw lots of dolphins this past week, but a dolphin was swimming by, and one of them just came right up out of the water and just about turned a flip in the air before it went back in. And, oh, she just got excited. I think they heard her in Gulf Shores. But you know what? When that dolphin jumped up out of the water, he said, hallelujah. Hallelujah to my God. You see, this text here, it tells us how does the creatures of the earth praise God. Look there at verse 8. Fire and hail, snow and mist, stormy wind, what? Fulfilling his word. How does creation, how does creation 
praise the Lord. How does creation sing hallelujah to the Lord by fulfilling his word? That dolphin was swimming like God had created it to swim. It was doing what God created it to do and was praising God the whole way. When the storm goes according to God's word, the storm praises God's name. When the birds fly in the air as God has created them to fly in the air, they praise his name. When the snow falls from the heavens and covers the earth as God has ordained it to fall and cover the earth, the snow praises the name of the Lord. All of creation praises the name of the Lord as creation fulfills the word of the Lord. As it does what God has created it to do. So the psalmist calls all of creation, all the earthly creatures to praise the name of the Lord. And then he goes on to, to bring it to mankind. And he calls mankind to praise the Lord. Kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and maidens together, old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord. So now he, he calls in mankind to, to begin to praise the Lord. All creation sings praises to God. Isn't that something, though? As we think of the birds praising the Lord, as we think of the deer running through the woods praising the Lord, as we think about the, the rain praising the Lord, you know, mankind is the only part of creation that fails to praise our Creator. All the rest of the creation, they do what God has commanded them to do. They do what God has made them to do. But when it comes to man, mankind does not praise the Lord. Oh, we praise other things. We praise those things that bring us great delight. Most importantly, we praise ourselves. We sing our own praises. The world calls that self-promotion. God calls it idolatry. When we praise ourselves rather than praising our God. How often we create, how often do we commit idolatry? Putting ourselves before God. But we should be praising God. We should be glorifying his name. We should be exalting him over everything else in the world. We should be fulfilling his word as he called us to fulfill his word. But the psalmist, he calls us to praise the Lord. And he gets to the reason why should we praise the Lord? Verse 13, let them praise the name of the Lord. For, because, his name alone is exalted. His majesty is above earth and heaven. He alone is worthy. That's what the psalmist is saying. Why, do you, why, why should you worship God? Because he alone is worthy. He alone is worthy of our praise. He alone is worthy of our worship. He is creator and sustainer. We're not. 
We can't walk out that door unless God allows us to. We can't make a living unless he gives us the strength and the ability to make a living. We would have nothing had he not given it to us. God alone is worthy of all worship, honor, and praise. So we should worship him because he alone is worthy. But then he goes on to say, he has raised up a horn for his people. He has raised up a horn for his people. Now that word horn there, uh, the psalmist is using that metaphorically here. And metaphorically, it means power or strength. In this case, it means salvation, the horn of our salvation. He has raised up a horn for his people. Praise for all his saints, for the people of Israel who are near to him. This is calling upon uh, the, the horn, the king, the Christ who would come and save his people. The psalmist understands this. He is looking for that hope. His faith is in the hope of the horn of salvation whom God would send to free his people from the enemy and to deliver them from sin and death. So we praise God because of his salvation and most important because of his Savior our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You see, because of our failure to worship God and honor him as he ought to be honored, we deserve judgment. We deserve condemnation. We deserve to spend eternity away from God and all of his goodness. We deserve hell. But God sent the horn of his salvation the power, the king who would come and deliver us from hell, Jesus Christ, who came and he alone fulfilled the word of God. Just like the rest of creation, he fulfilled the word of God. He obeyed the word of God fully, wholly. And though he was without sin, he went to Calvary's cross and died for us so that we might have life in him. And God has raised him from the dead, showing that we do have life if we trust in him. And so today we can sing hallelujah, hallelujah to our Savior. We worship God because he is Savior we worship God because he is Savior. He alone is Savior. He created us. He sustains us. And he saves us. If it weren't for his salvation, we would forever be lost. We would be without hope in the world. But he has saved us. Today we give praise to God as our Savior as we observe the Lord's Supper. As we are about to, in a, in a few moments, we're going to come to this table and we're going to break out the elements and, and we're going to take the broken bread and we're going to partake of the broken bread and we're going to partake of the wine of the table. All of this to represent what Christ has done for us. Though he was without sin, his body was broken. His blood was poured out for us.
if we trust in him, then we partake of his sacrifice and we partake of his life. Oh, dear friend, do you praise God today because he is your Savior? Have you trusted in Jesus? Have you given your life over to him? You see, if you're still living in sin, you're still celebrating the things of this world, and you've never come to know God as your Savior, Jesus Christ as your Savior, then you have no reason to sing praise. You have no reason to celebrate. You only have reason to mourn. But God has provided salvation for you if you will trust in Jesus. When you trust in Jesus, you can sing hallelujah. What a Savior. Today I want us to sing that song. Man of Sorrows, what a name. We get the words up here. Let's sing this together. Man of sorrows, what a name for the Son of God who came, ruined sinners to reclaim. Hallelujah, what a Savior. Bearing shame and scoffing rude, in my place condemned he stood sealed my pardon with his blood hallelujah what a savior guilty vile and helpless we spotless lamb of god was he Full atonement can it be, hallelujah, what a Savior. Lifted up was he to die, it is finished was his cry. Now in heaven exalted high, hallelujah, what a Savior. When he comes, our glorious King, all his ransomed home to bring. Then anew this song will sing, hallelujah, what a Savior. Can you sing that song today? Can you sing hallelujah, what a creator, what a Savior. Do you know him as Savior? If not, trust in him today. Give your life to him today and know him as Savior and celebrate his salvation.